Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I put it like this: If if anybody's been in a long-term relationship with a with a partner or a significant other, that presents its own challenges. But if you're trying to raise a child, just take that and multiply it times whatever number you want to come up with. Hey everyone, welcome to Attentive Fatherhood on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Bradley Hasemeyer. Each week, I bring you honest and hilarious conversations with men from all types of backgrounds. But at the end of the day, we all just want to be better dads. Hey, attempters, what is happening? What's happening? What's happening? Welcome back. How are you guys? Huh? How's your summer been so far? We live in Georgia now, so ours has been going for like three weeks strong. I consider summer once your kids get out of school. So maybe for you, summer hasn't happened yet because this is kind of like mid-June. So I know when we lived in New York, Ellis didn't get out till the end of June, like June 26 or something like that. So I don't know what your school system situation is, but either way, it's hot and I'm glad you guys are listening. Uh, what's crazy is we were looking at our schedule like, okay, we've got a camp here, we've got a road trip here and you know another camp here, another all of a sudden, boom, blink and it's over. So I'm really trying to be present this year. That's something we talk a lot about on the show. A lot of you guys have uh, DM'd me about how that's been really impactful talking to these other dads about just being present and you know putting your phone down or you know just being conscious of just having a few minutes with your kids or your spouse or whatever. So uh, we're going to be on the road a lot. We're actually on the road right now. I'm coming to you from my aunt's guest room closet with a blanket over my head and I left my headphones back in Georgia. So I'm hoping this sounds good, but I have no idea. I have really no idea. We are driving a really sweet Lexus LX600, which is a gorgeous SUV. It's got three rows of seats, and I'm reviewing it for another gig that I have called Hot Cars. It's an online car enthusiast site. Many of you know I wrote about cars and hosted a couple car shows for a long time. Getting back into doing more of that, so it's been fun to have some new sheet metal that I can bring a dad's perspective to. When I was writing, I was you know, at first I was like 26 and I was like, this car's awesome because it's awesome. And now I have like, I need good cup holders. You know what I mean? Like I have some more kind of real life experience in this as a dad. So that's kind of what I'm bringing to the table. Just doesn't seem like there's that solid dad voice out there in the automotive space. So, you know, who knows? I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to try a couple things and see if it works on social, see if it works on YouTube and, and see where it goes. So follow me on uh, Instagram, bhaz, B-H-A-Z, and uh, maybe that'll help you. I'm always interested if people are like, hey, I need a car. What should I get? I love having those conversations. I talked to a couple of friends recently about that. Oh, actually, recently, I just came back from a weekend with some of my best friends. These are the guys who really helped me start the podcast. Chris, George, Derek, shout out to you guys. We just get together once a year. We're old college friends, and we are that community that I hope Attempting Fatherhood can be for you guys, a place to listen, to bounce some ideas off, to get some new perspectives, and just so you know, you're not alone. So anyway, that happened recently, which is pretty dope. All right, on to this week. I am so excited to bring you guys this guy, Roe 
Parrish. You know him if you watch NBA basketball. He's all over the place. He's an announcer. He's a color commentator. He does stuff on digital. He does stuff on TNT and TBS. He's like best buds with Barkley and Shaq and just hosting all kinds of shows related to the game, all the different Turner networks, like I was saying. And he's recently added actor to his resume with a new show on BET called Games People Play. Now, Roe and I met uh, back when he was thinking of auditioning for The List. That was the show that I hosted in Phoenix for a couple of years, back 2014 to 2017, I think. And we just stayed in touch since then. He just he came into the studio, thought, this guy's pretty cool. And then we lost touch. Uh, well, I mean, I followed him on social, but like, you know, he, uh, Instagram wasn't aggregating his content to the to the top of my feed, but I was like, you know what? I think he's a dad. I'm going to check with him and boom, he's doing some awesome stuff right now. You know, each of the dads I have on my show, I think they have kind of like a unique background, a, a unique situation. Everybody's got, you know, a unique situation in their attempting of fatherhood and Roe is no different. He has a daughter. Okay. Some of you guys have daughters. Her name is Jordan. She's eight and he's not married and Jordan doesn't live with him. Jordan lives in Texas but Roe is in Atlanta, so he talks about having to raise a daughter in a like a long-distance relationship type of way. It sounds like he's actually got a really nice system in place, and if you're roughly in that space in terms of either divorced or maybe never even married, just you have a kid and you're you know sharing custody or whatever, he, he actually gets into some of that legal stuff, which uh, is some of his dad advice that I'd never heard before, but was super helpful for a lot of people who were in a similar situation. He also talks about how his dad had this huge pivot in his career. So his dad went from being very around all the time to almost absent because his workload changed and how Roe adapted to that. I think maybe in your own life, if you're a dad and you've gone through, you were busy and then COVID and now you're busy again or whatever, kind of riding that wave and trying to figure out how you navigate that. So really fun conversation with Roe, such a, a high energy, really cool guy. So Make sure to follow him on social at Roe Parish, P-A-R-R-I-S-H. But enough of me talking. Let's find out how Roe Parish is attempting fatherhood. Dude, hello and, and welcome uh, to Thank Attempting Fatherhood, Roe Parish, P-A-R-R-I-S-H. What is the, I, I see at the end of your name, you got like a little like, like a little winky, like a half of a... It's like quotes with a half of a, a parentheses. What is that? Well, it's some type of, I don't know if you want to call it an emoji, but it's something that I started using on any type of platform, whether it be social media or platforms like this. Because generally when I sign my signature, yeah. I put a smiley face at the end. Okay. So, so this is the closest thing I could, you know, put to a smiley face that works that's um, you're able to use across multiple platforms. I like it, but there's more personality than just like colon with a with an underline. It's like this. There's something goes like Roe Parish. Ding. Like that's kind of how it, that's how it comes across, which is you, which is great. Yeah. So, so that means I was successful in my attempt. Thank you for your attention Boom. to detail. Gosh, branding, man. Branding is so crucial, right? Jeez. Everything's no question. Branding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you're, you're in Atlanta, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah. So where, where in Atlanta are you? Cause I'm in Atlanta too. This is, this is South of Atlanta for me. Okay. I'm in Midtown Atlanta. So that's not too far from the studios in which I work at Turner Sports. Yeah. I was taught by one of my OGs back in the day that worked in broadcast news. You never want to live more than 
15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes away from where you work because in case something breaks, you want to be the one that can get there first. Yeah, that's a good call. I like that. I like that. Um, well, thank you so much for, for coming on the show. I mean, when you and I first met, it was at the list. Do you remember that back in the day in Phoenix? Yeah, man. Now the list was a, um, what's the best way to put it? Number one, it was a, a very unique, awesome. I'm not sure if it's still on. I want to say it is, but it is. um, Yeah, it is. Yeah. I first saw the list in Toronto. I was in all star, all star weekend. And I was like, what is this? And and I say that you see my facial expression, which looks negative, but it actually was a positive because I was blown away seeing all the information. And I was like, I need to find where this show comes on in the States. Yeah. Fast forward about, you know, I guess a year or two, you know, I end up getting a call to come there to audition and interview. And I got there and you maybe you saw it in my face, but I was like, what the like like this like there's a lot of moving parts a lot of things happening and you know it's it's when you get okay so if you go to a restaurant you get you get your 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 entree but you don't know what goes on in the back what it takes to put it all together you don't see the kitchen yeah exactly Exactly. just like this looks great thank you so much exactly so i saw the kitchen i was just like i don't know this was one of the first times (laughs) in my life i was like yeah i don't think that i'm built to do this on a daily basis um, it but, was more like a newsroom. I mean, right. with people running all over the place and like this last minute thing, we had to change this and retract this and send this out. This just came in. Yeah, it, it was it was a news program, a news company trying to make an entertainment show. So it still had that newsroom feel. Right, right. But it was an, a remarkable show. Obviously, I didn't end up getting that gig and it ended up being a blessing in disguise. But I was always a fan of that show. And whenever I was in a market that carried it, I always made sure it was something that I watched because there's all types of information and and tidbits. And yeah, it was it was just a, a really cool program. Are you the kind of guy at a party that likes to drop the the like trivia knowledge? You're like, oh, you know, you're, you're, you're chewing you're chewing on that sandwich. You know that uh, red meat and 28 uh, percent of Americans leads to. Is that you? You like that stuff? I will I will neither confirm nor deny. Oh that ac- my goodness! I think I nailed it. I think I nailed it. But that's the good stuff you got to have as a host. You got to have those little trinkets to be able to drop in the color commentary. You know, when you're calling stuff basketball or, or, you know, your own show or whatever. Yeah, no, those fun facts are awesome. And, and I'm pretty sure that since you alluded to that question, that maybe once or twice you've done the same thing being in that always. type of environment. Yeah, dude, always. That's that's the uh, that's the seasoning. Right. Like right. You're just taking right. a regular chicken breast. Anybody can cook that. But let's throw on some seasoning. <laughs> and now that's a really tasty treat. Now that's delicious. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I obviously became a fan of you after that. I was like, this dude is so cool. Started following you. And then a couple years ago, I was like, oh, I wonder, wonder what Rose up to. And I was like, oh, he's running the world now. He's, <laughs> he's all over the place. He's taken over and he's not on the radar. He is the radar. Uh, um, and so I was so excited to, to grab some time from you. What are your dad's stats? Married, not married? How many kids? What ages? All that kind of stuff. OK, so my dad's stats are number one single not married i have one child she's eight years old she was born in 2013th on december 20th her name is jordan and jordan yeah she's awesome so um those are those are my dad's stats i think i some stats i think i included everything that's it yeah 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 
So how does that work in terms of dad life? Because obviously you're very busy with work stuff. Is it kind of a shared type of thing or is she around all the time? Or uh, a lot of dads relate to this. So I wanted to kind of get some of the details to give some background. So as far as the relationship goes and and the the total situation, I'm present in Atlanta. She lives in Texas. So it's a, a long distance parenting situation, which generally isn't ideal for a child especially a younger child and um it's a challenge just as i put it like this if if anybody's been in a long-term relationship with a with a partner or a significant other that presents its own challenges but if you're trying to raise a child just take that and multiply it times whatever number you want to come up with because there's <laughs> and there's, it won't be enough whatever that yeah, number is no question so there are so many challenges that you run into and um disappointing moments and things you mm. miss out on and you know it's it's not again and i say it i'll say it again it's not the ideal situation but you have to do what you need to do in order to make it work and to allow that relationship to grow and facilitate it and be there when you can totally and and how how do you go about that are you a lot of FaceTime? Is it, uh, you know, weekend trips when you're not shooting, you're there? Does she come out to you? How, how do you make it work? It sounds like you are. So how do you do that? Yeah. So the majority of it is is through mobile devices. So whether it's texting or video chatting, for the most part, it's a lot of texting. You know, she's eight years old. So, you know, if we're, we're having a conversation, it can only get so uh, it's, it's only so much in depth as far as right, right. what you can talk about. So there's a lot of emojis sent. There's a lot of pictures, uh, videos. So that's as far as the, the daily communication keeping up. And, you know, I give a big kudos to my family, which is in Texas in the same city she's in. So they do a great job of keeping her at certain times, making sure that we stay in contact and really and. and the saying is old. It takes a village. We know that that's true. So my mom, my dad, my sister, they're all in the same city. So they're able to get her at times and yeah. still have that family element with her. And, and I don't want to say fill the role for me, but just still have some type of family there while I'm not present. Supplement. Yeah, I wouldn't say Perfect replace, word. but to, right. yeah, to supplement that. It, that is really solid. So nice to have grandma and grandpa around and, and both willing and able you know, like health wise and also just right. emotionally, they're not like we raise kids, we're done. They're, you know, they're, they're throwing <laughs> in on it too is great. No, they're extremely present. And yeah. my, my mom, she doesn't use the, the, the words you said. She calls herself GM. As, oh, yeah. No, know, no grandma. That's yeah, a whole yeah. thing. That's a whole thing with our generation of parents, man. My mom's yeah. the same way. She's like, I'm not grandma. So she's Mimi. Right. Uh, and, and all my friends like there's like, oh, who's that? That's that's Nana, maybe. Or it's like Nana. I mean, I don't know all these different names, but it's like you're a grandmother. And they're like, I'm not old enough to be a grandmother. And I'm like, you actually are. But it's you know, that that's a thing. So it's so it's so interesting. You would bring that up. So she's GM. What about grandpa? Does he own it or he's like GP? He's granddad. He you know, he's, okay. he's, he owns he's secure. Yes, he does. He's like, so, I'm in it, man. Yeah. So but but uh, my mom, she's general manager that's that's what she prefers the gm title because she I runs like things right yep. right oh, right that reminds me of my mom so much so much <laughs> the gm she's self at one point she said she wanted to start a uh, logistics and trucking company she has no experience in that whatsoever and uh we asked her why and she said because i want to tell people what to do 
And we were like, there's, there's plenty of other things you could do. Why logistics and trucking? And she's just like, she likes big scale, likes big trucks, likes big things. I was like, all right, mom, get it. You know, fill those dreams, do it. Think big. I like it. Think big. Yeah. That's how she rolls. That's, that's a really interesting situation in terms of, you know, being present and being involved how do you define fatherhood, specifically your role in fatherhood? Because you have a really unique, I say unique, but it's its certainly not uncommon situation. First and foremost, I feel like as a, as a father, you're there to number one, protect and provide. Those are, those are the two, um, especially in my situation, not being able to be present on a daily basis. Number one, uh, financially making sure that that everything's in line, that mm. she has everything that she needs and um, to protect when, when needed. So there hasn't been any situations that I know of to where she's been threatened or anything like that. I yeah. mean, no, normal kid stuff, but um, you know, I'm, I'm there at the drop of a hat. Um, obviously the pandemic changed some things, but being able to jump on a plane and get there is like not a problem uh, yeah. in case something happens. But those are, uh, the main two things as far as when I think about fatherhood right now, my current situation, as far as a mom goes, she can love yeah. and do the daily things. Um, but as far as me and, and I say that because my father, that's what he did. Mm. He is a, a successful entrepreneur and early, probably until I was about eight, nine or 10 years old, we would spend a lot of time. But then after I was 10 years old, that's when the business took over and I didn't like and understand it then. However, now as a grown man, having a child, I look back and say, okay, I get it. You know, I understand why he had to take a step back from the parenting and allow my mom to do more because he was building a business that yeah. would be able to, you know, take us places that we never thought we would go and he would provide so um, shouts out to my dad because he, he made a lot of sacrifices. And like I said, I didn't get it then, but I definitely get it now. I, that's something that resonates with so many dads I talk to, which is a concept of kind of like, I didn't understand why my dad, whatever, X, Y, Z, like was around so much or was not around so much or, you know, uh, never took us out or always took us out. Like whatever it was, as always as a kid, especially in our generation, there wasn't a lot of explaining like why I'm doing this or why would it, it was, I, I don't want to do that thing. Why? Cause I said so. Okay. That's the answer. And that's all we're looking for. Uh, now there's a lot more explaining. Well, you know, we feel like this is going to build you emotionally to be a success. So, uh, so there's a lot more behind that. So, you know, it didn't really matter what it was, but as a kid, you're like, I don't know why my dad did that. But as you get older, and especially when you enter into that parenting relationship, you realize, oh, wow. And there are definitely times, I'm sure you've done this too, where I'll call my parents and be like, thank you. I just want to say thank you because we have two kids at home, eight and two. And there are times that I'm like, this is nuts. And my parents had another one. My, my, there were three of us and my wife, she grew up as one of five. So like, I can't even, you know, just, I, I look at them and I'm just like, you guys are either crazy or like just totally just I don't know. That's the only answer I can get. So yeah, with time, you get kind of a better understanding of that. Um, that, that kind of segues really nicely into talking about growing up in your family as far as like child you know, background or whatever. What was something that your dad did? Conversely, uh, what is something that you kind of maybe wish was different that you're trying to add into your kind of parenting? As far as my dad, 
I'll stick to the early portion as far as the, the early part of my childhood. Yeah. As, as I mentioned, he was very present. So during the week he worked, but Saturday was our day. And no matter what, we were going to do something. And I love that. Like it wasn't always going to be fun, but for the most part, I would say, I would say about 80, 20, it was going to be fun. Whether we're going to go play basketball, or he's going to teach me how to ride my bike, uh, teach me how to swing a bat at a baseball, go to the movies, or sometimes we would go to the lumber yard because he had a, 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 he wanted to build things in the backyard. <laughs> um, but it, it was some type of activity. And yeah, together. Right, right. And then it didn't matter what it was, but it was just quality time. And mm. those were always moments that I appreciated. And, and to go back to something you said earlier, as far as, you know, explaining things, I didn't appreciate it then. But looking back, he sat down and told me one day, and I remember it clear as day. Um, you know, son, this is what I'm about to do as far as my business career. Mm. You know, we'll still be able to see each other, but we won't be able to see each other as much. Just know that this is what I'm doing. And at the time, like, it didn't process. Yeah, sure. You, you didn't know? have anything to compare it to. It's like, okay, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then obviously as we moved on, it's like, well, hold on, I'm not really seeing my dad that much. I mean, he still lives in the house. Yeah. Like I still, I still see him, but we don't have that, you know, quality time like we once did. Um, so I always uh, appreciated the fact that he did like say that. And, and obviously as a, as a grown man, you look back and say, yeah, that was actually kind of cool that he did it. And as far as the things that I wish that he had done, um, I don't know if I would change anything because okay. like I get it now, like growing, like yeah. as I, as I got into my teenage years, sporting events, he, he wouldn't make everyone, but for the most part, he would probably make about 90%. He would always have oh. a presence. That's pretty so, amazing. Yeah. So, um, you know, when it came to like advice or helping me with internships or making a connection because he was very well connected with the people that he knew like there wasn't anything that i think that i would change because although he mm. wasn't present as far as physically yeah it wasn't like he was like out of the picture he was like yeah. he was in a house he just had a lot of things going on oh by the way if you want to intern with the dallas mavericks go talk to this person and you should be good to go yeah that you you could see his fingerprints it was like you couldn't see his hands, but you could see his fingerprints. Like there were, exactly. he was still there. He was involved. And what was his business that that kind of took him so far? Like, hey, we're here all the time, and then we're not. Because this is the thing that happens a lot too with a lot of the dads, especially if they're kind of firstborn or even secondborn. As the parents are still building their career, it's like dad was around, and then he wasn't because he was, you know, entrepreneur or whatever. Right, right. So he is a a restaurant owner. And he's been in that business for close to, he's still in the business now, close to 30, well, over 30 years. So it's something that, that dominates his time, still does, although it's not as intense as it once was, but it's been something that's been great for our family financially and has set us up for, you know, years to come. Yeah. Well, yeah I mean, restaurant business is so crazy anyway. I've I spent more than a decade as as a server and manager and various roles. I love to cook anyway. I'm the I'm the cook, uh, the primary cook here at home as well. Nice. Um, so restaurants have always been interesting to me. But that is a crazy 
chaotic, weird hours. So man, that that is a that's a tough, volatile place to be. Did you ever think I'm going in the restaurant industry, or where where did you think you fit into that? I didn't fit in, and <laughs> not there. That's where I didn't fit in. It did not fit in there. Yeah, yeah, and and it probably now. I was proud of the fact that he sat me down and told me about what he was about to do. If he ex- had explained to me better, because um, I actually worked in the restaurants from a very young age, which a lot of things, that, that, that happens a lot in family businesses. Yep, yep, totally, and, and, totally. You know, it, it's against a, a number of laws to have a nine, 10 year old working in a restaurant. Right, business. right. That's, <laughs> that, that's, I mean, if you're not getting paid, I don't know if like, does that, I don't, I, I'm sure there's some weird loopholes because I have friends that their parents own restaurants, exact same thing. Like, where yeah, are you playing yeah. baseball this year? Because I'm working 87 hours in the restaurant <laughs> with my dad. That's why I'm not playing baseball. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and just, to, just to keep it 100, I actually did get paid. I, I would work, you know, maybe well, not the 80. good for eight, you. Good for not, him. Not, not the 87 hours that you work. Maybe I would work yeah, about yeah, yeah. 36, but I would get $5 Monday morning. $5. For 36 hours? Dude, I think he owes you some back taxes or something. Like you got to come up with some kind of equation for that $5. Oh, man. I think nice. I, would, I could find that amount of money just walking down the street. Maybe so. Now that that is taking care of me on so many different fronts. It's yeah, it's, it's just sure, funny. Sure. That's um, hilarious. But but yeah. So when you're doing all those things and you see how the restaurants ran, and and mind you, it's at a young age, so you don't really have perspective on everything. But all you right. know is that by the time you get to the age 16, it's like I don't want to do this every day of my life. Like I'm done. Was he like, yeah, man, go for it. Get, you know, get into broadcasting and go for, you you know, what you want to be doing. Or was there any like, come on, man, I built this whole dynasty. I wanted to give it to you. No, he's been extremely supportive of my career. And that goes back to what I touched on earlier, whether it be helping me facilitate relationships that led me to internships or future jobs. Mm. Even, even as I've been in my career, you know, seeking training in, in my field, people that can benefit me and help me improve in my craft. So he's always said, hey, whatever you need, let me know if, there, if you find a, you know, a course or a school. Um, he's always big on education and continuing that education and improving on what you're doing. So now he's always been 1000%. Um, I made my acting debut this past fall on a, a BET show called Games People Play and he wasn't familiar with it, but he was traveling and he was at some, the house of a family member and they were watching it. He had no, he had no clue. And he's like, that's my boy. He takes a picture like, you know, and sends it to me with me on the screen oh with him in it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that was, I mean, he, he's, he's always been supportive and I, and I appreciate oh, that. What is it like having an eight-year-old? I have an eight-year-old and there's, you know, she's here. There is a, there's a, a cacophony of highs and lows and experiences and not. And uh, how, how do you uh, relate best? She is, I don't want to say secretive, but Let's just say the parent teacher conference that I had was an eye opener. <laughs> I think that could be so many dads have said that I'm sure in their lives. Like, wait, hold up. What? Like, yeah. What? That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. When, when, when her teacher snitching on her, telling, telling everything that she does. And it's like, 
oh wow I wasn't aware of that oh yeah she plays mm. she plays matchmaker on the playground and she's you know like, and I'm just like wait what hilarious so, that's yeah. so funny which, which is which is funny because I hear those things and it's like yeah there was a time when you know I was trying to play matchmaker and, and connect people so it's like I, I get it you know yep yep um, I was gonna ask if you can see some of that you know you see some of you in her yeah yeah I see that and they tell me about her personality and she's very charismatic and everybody is drawn to her and that's like I I see that and I just say that's awesome yeah. That's, pro- that's probably a little bit of me in there. So Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely, man. Um, but no, as far as the communication, it's it's tough because she's not willing to open up to me on on a lot of different things. Now, when we're in person and we start talking about things, then I can start to, you know, dig a little bit and, and ask certain questions. As as you know, as yeah. you know, a, a journalist that you are, there's questions that you can ask to get the right answers. Yep. Yep. But um it's it's difficult to do that over text or or you know doing a video chat, FaceTime. Um Are you guys able to kind of pick up where you left off like in terms of in person? Well, I would say a little bit of both. The one thing that I love and and Shaquille O'Neal who's a good friend of mine, he's told me enjoy these early years because once they get older they won't do the same things. And she's still at the point to where if I come and pick her up from school, She'll still run towards me with excitement and jump on me as if she did when she was, you know, a child, oh, like at, at yeah. three, four years old. So that's still awesome. So I still enjoy that. And we pick up where we left off for the most part. But I'm starting to see this eight year old become a person and start to develop different tendencies. And the last time I was home a couple of weeks ago, I pick her up and I pick I generally pick up her her cousin, too, who's a couple of years older but it's like okay she doesn't just want to be around me all the time she wants to hang out with her cousin so it's like a group sure. thing yeah so i'm i'm having conversation with all all two, well, well, with both of them and we used yeah. to play a rhyme game in the car where we just kind of you know play off each other and all she right. was like hey i just want to chill i don't want to say anything i don't feel like talking and i was like oh and it's wow. like I, I, I couldn't get mad because I appreciated yeah. the honesty. You know, I was like, you yeah. know, that's fine. You can you can chill. That's just just relax. Me and your cousin will just play the, the rhyme game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny because that could have just been that day, but it could also be a shift. Right. That, yeah. that also could be like that that thing. I try to remind myself of that so much. Like, you know, my daughter's very physical. She wants to run around and jump and she's literally jumping off the sofa and she jumps on my back. And sometimes I'm like, I'm 41. You can't just jump on dad's back. Like I need a heads up. Text me before, you know, get me, let me, let me know. Um, and, uh, and so, but I'm also in those moments, I get like kind of annoyed with my, uh, my space being invaded and like, I'm trying to do something else. You jumped on my back and I try to, I try to say what you were just talking about. I don't know Shaq, but now I'm taking his, uh, his wisdom as well. It, as a dad, is it like, oh man, my girl's growing up? Or is it kind of like, yes, she's growing up. It's good. Like, where, where are you in that kind of mix? Because I, I feel like it could be both. Yeah, it was, it was a reality check moment, but it's something that I had been prepared for. And I, I knew it was coming because mm. she's not just going to be the cute toddler that wants to do everything that her daddy does or participate in every game. She's yeah. going to become a, a human being like the rest of us. As you know, yeah. so, sometimes you come home and 
and I, I don't live in the same situation as you, but there's probably times you might come home and you don't really want to be bothered with anybody. So you might go into your room and just say, I need a moment. As quickly as possible. Yes. <laughs> or I'll so, just stay in the car. If I know I'm feeling that way, I'm not. <laughs> dad is not even home, y'all. That's Yes, that yeah. is our car out there. No, I'm hiding in the trunk and I pulled the cover. I don't know where dad is. I don't know. Yeah. So there, there are those moments and we have them as adults, but children can have them too. And it's like, you know, I yeah. get it. And I'm yeah. not about to say, no, you're going to play. I'm not about to go Joe yeah. Jackson and, and make yeah, them yeah, participate, yeah. you know? So yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. good, man. Well, I do. I, I'm going to wrap it up. But um, one of the questions that I like to always ask my dads toward the end is what is some dad advice, some encouragement for other dads out there? I know there's other dads in similar situations as you. So maybe you could speak to that specifically or even just, you know, generic kind of fathering. But I like to leave kind of the last word for all my guests. <laughs> I want to preface this the right way. Oh, boy. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> be ex- if, if you're not married, okay. be extremely cognizant of who you choose to procreate with. Mm, yep. Okay. Before you be even think about becoming a father, mm. it it might look good on paper. You might have a good relationship with that person. However, that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to create a child with this person. Ooh, that's that's deep. That's truth people need to hear. Yeah. So that's that's the first thing before you even okay. get get to fatherhood. The second part of that, once you are a father, and again, speaking from experience, if you're not married to that person, make sure that everything is laid out legally beforehand so later on down the line you don't run into any issues. You're going to run into issues, period, if, if you're not married. If, if you're married, you're going to run into issues, period. Oh my but, gosh, everyone's running into issues, bro. I promise you. It doesn't matter. Exactly. However, if you are not married, <laughs> make sure that you take, thing, take care of things from a legal standpoint so there are no hiccups down the line that could potentially hinder you financially, uh, emotionally, spiritually, any of those. Just make sure you take care of those things early so that you can focus on being the best father that you can be. And I'll leave Dude, it that's, at that. That's some great advice. I wouldn't have even thought about that. Did somebody give you that advice or is that just kind of through experience? <laughs> uh, uh, that laugh tells me everything I need to know. <laughs> shouts out to, to the Locks, Jada Kiss, and she, they, the name of the group is the Locks called Living Off Experience. That's, uh, that's exactly what uh, that was. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Living <laughs> Off Experience. Is that really what the Locks stands for? Yep. Jada Kiss and the Locks, Living Off yeah. Experience. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah, I yeah. just thought they loved salmon. I thought they just like bagel <laughs> with some salmon, man. Jada Kiss all up on that cream cheese bagel with some salmon. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Man. So, yeah, that's um, yeah. I, I, I mean, just to it's it's public information. Somebody can look it up if they want to. But, but yeah, this there was a situation to where, um, you know, Jordan's mother wanted to, you know, take the 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 leak. We we had an agreement early on that we would never involve lawyers okay and apparently that agreement became null and void up to a certain point point. and i'm not about to paint her as 
Yeah. Uh, the, the bad guy, listen, I've made my mistakes. She's made her mistakes. Neither one of us are perfect. Sure. Um, however, the, the route that she decided to take, uh, in my opinion, wasn't the best route. It wasn't best for our daughter. Mm. So um, now it's going to be frustrating. Oh, e- extremely, extremely frustrating, uh, especially in the height of the pandemic. You're trying to figure out what's going to happen in the world. And, yeah. you know, you're, you're having conference calls with a lawyer about something that shouldn't have even taken place. But anyway, yeah. I say all that to say again, I, I retort, make sure early on, if, if you're not married, make sure that you take care of things legally, uh, custody wise, as far as child support make sure those Mm. things are ironed out early and are put on paper and signed off on legally so there are no big problems down the line and ultimately that's for the success of the kid i mean ultimately that is so that they can have the most people in their corner who are in the the right mindset and all of that so i think a lot of times people like no no it's not a big deal we don't need to worry about that you do because things change yes and just like in business A marriage is essentially a business in so many ways. There is a contract. That's why you have to go either to the 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 legal, uh, you know, uh, justice of the peace, right? uh, Priest, pastor, whatever. That that this is a contract. This is a business. So legally binding um, agreement. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that's such a great reminder for people, uh, especially going through similar situations as you are, or contemplating it. As you said, if you're single, guys, hold up, take a beat, think about this. I think that's great advice, too. Oh, I love it. Well, Ro Parrish, thank you for attempting fatherhood. You know what? You know, thank you for having me. Thank you for attempting as well. It's an yes, ongoing buddy. ongoing process, and it's a never-ending learning cycle, and it, it, it never stops. That's 100% right. That's it right there. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to Attempting Fatherhood. My whole hope with this is that we build a community that encourages dads and that brings new information to the table and and gets you excited about living your life, doing what you're doing. If you have felt that way, please make sure you rate us on Spotify, on Apple. Just rate us. Give us some stars, hopefully five. And make sure you share this. That's equally important. It's a great way to build community, to share this information with other dads. You know, Start a text chain, whatever. That helps us. That helps you. We grow this community and all that. Thanks again for listening. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Attempting Fatherhood. Again, thank you so much. And have a great day. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.